In this episode, I'm going to break down for you how to create true wealth. This is no fluff, and I'm going to give you three key topics on exactly what you need to do to get there. That has come from my time on Wall Street, my time advising CEOs, and my time doing stuff, building companies and doing deals myself. I break it all down for you in a step-by-step way, and it starts right now. One thing is for certain. Just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this. Where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to. How to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. Okay, today I want to give you a complete breakdown on how to create true wealth. It's going to be in a very non-fluffy way, but I also have to abstract a few things because I don't know your exact business, your exact industry, et cetera. But I am going to give you the the step-by-step framework on the three things that you need to know to see if what you're doing right now is going to allow you to create true everlasting wealth. And this has got nothing to do with your lifestyle. This has got nothing to do with efficiency. This has just got to do with whether what you're doing day to day, what you're doing and what you've set your mind to is going to create true wealth for you. There are three big topics here. I'm going to break them all down for you. The first one is the theme. The second one is conviction. And the third one is risk. How to operationalize each of these is uh, super important. So let me break those all down for you. Now, you may be asking, Archeron, like, how can you be even remotely qualified to talk about this, and I will give you the three reasons why. The three reasons why I have seen this play out over and over and over and over again, which is which, uh, why it has allowed me and given me the chance to build this little framework around it. Uh, I, was a, I was a banker at Goldman Sachs. I have seen businesses get built, get grown, get accelerated, get bought, get IPO'd, et cetera, and all of them had this very specific thing built into them. You may think a lot of these founders were hotshot tech guys who came in and built diapers.com. No, the vast majority of people that built true wealth, not, uh, you know, and by the way, I love technology. We invest in a ton of technology companies. I am talking about true wealth, which can be applied to technology as well. You can do that in any business, in any sector across the board. You can build build it hauling trash. You can build it selling real estate. You can build it buying buildings. You can build it, uh, well, you know, building a gym. You can build it selling food. You can build it with whatever, but it has to have these themes. So during my time at Goldman, I saw these themes so prevalent, which is what I want to break down for you. And number two, there are CEOs that I mentor that go through this every single day. I'm as we record this, I'm going through three active deals right now in the capacity of Deal Whisperer, right? As a deal, as a personal deal advisor to CEOs and entrepreneurs who have hired me, one, taking their company public via SPAC, the two, one, selling a, a service business, and one, actually uh, doing a stock sale of a technology company. I've seen this over and over as private a private deal advisor. I've seen this. And you need to know what happens behind the scenes so that you can build true wealth, And the funny part is you don't even need to sell a business. That's the interesting part. Most of these businesses are wealthy in and of themselves. They don't even have to be sold. And the third 
is we've done this ourselves. In fact, I will tell you, we've had five exits in the last 19 years. And that's what people always talk about. They talk about the five exits in the last 19 years. They talk about the billions of dollars in sales that we're very fortunate to have. They talk about the big teams that we've built. But unlike a uh, Michael Jordan or unlike a Tom Brady or unlike a Peyton Manning or unlike a Tiger Woods, when what what entrepreneurs don't have is that what sports people have is that they have a track record. You can see their wins and their losses. What you see for a lot of entrepreneurs, you just see their wins and you never see their losses. And I will tell you today, I know more about this than almost anybody else out there that I know because I have lost way too much. I have been in so much pain. I have let investors down. I have lost cash. I have lost, like, I've almost lost my house. I've almost lost my marriage. I've, uh, I've worked harder and tried to keep deals together. And I say this because... <laughs> I have lost so much that I've learned so much and you should stand on my shoulders and stand on my learning so that you don't have to go through what I went through. All right. So, uh, let me break down the rest for you. So there are, uh, there are three big pieces. I talked about the theme, the conviction and the risk, and I'm going to fly through each of them to give you a perspective on it. Number one, you have to understand a theme. And when I say you have to understand a theme, the theme uh, just think of it in a very simple way as the rising tide lifts all boats, right? You, it's very hard to sell. It's very hard to build and, and say you're going to go buy and you're going to build a new yellow pages and sell more paper books. It's just very hard. It's very hard to say that you're going to build a new blockbuster. It's just very hard to do that. The theme has to either be expanding or emerging. It, it just to build true wealth, you have to be able to uh, ride an expanding or emerging theme. And what do I mean by an expanding or an emerging theme? An emerging theme, as you know, is something that's new. Hey, is there nanotechnology? Is there space travel? Is there artificial intelligence? Whenever this be, is being uh, listened to, or is it expanding? Are, are, is there going to be more need for healthcare? It's an expanding theme. Is there going to be more need for real estate? Is that an expanding theme? Is there going to be more need for food? That's an expanding theme. Is there going to be more need for education? That's an expanding theme. Is there going to be more need for coaching? That's an expanding theme. If you don't have an expanding theme, this is just not going to work because you cannot build true wealth. You're going to have to jump from industry to industry, theme to theme. The second is it can be a micro, meaning it can be a small theme in a bigger industry, right? While uh, the yellow pages are not in function anymore. You could say, well, I'm going to take um, dying businesses or broken business models and put them on the internet. That's an okay theme because you have a micro play on a macro theme, which is really good. And the third thing I'll tell you, if you're not listening to anything else today, listen to this. I call this the timeline expander. If you're unsure of whether a theme is emerging or expanding, literally put yourself and say, okay, what will, where is the theme going to be in three years? And where's the theme going to be in 20 years? Just extend the timeline. If you know that theme is still going to exist and be prevalent, then you're onto something. Like if I told you that I'm getting into the biotech or healthcare space, in three years, is healthcare going to be relevant? Yes. In 30 years, is healthcare going to be relevant? Absolutely. So I know I'm a part of an emerging theme, right? So I want to be a part of that. If you're not an emerging theme, I will tell you right now, you have to find a niche that allows, or, or as the sophisticated people say, niche, to allow you to grow. You need to run, uh, uh, you need to like, you need to build it on the back of something that's emerging, expanding. Otherwise, it's super hard to build true wealth. And I'll give you the caveat around it in a second, right? I'll give you the caveat around it in a second. But here's number two, is conviction 
through competence. I talked about conviction, having conviction in your theme. You have conviction through competence. And what I mean by this is um, like a Warren Buffett, right? If you think about it, what is, why is Warren Buffett a great investor? It's the conviction through the competence. Warren Buffett pours through the 10 keys, the 10 Qs, the filings of all these companies. And he knows the companies and their businesses better than their own CEOs. That's why he's able to see a mispricing of Coca-Cola stock. And he says, hey, you know what? I can buy this at 10 cents cheaper and that will be a win for me. It's the conviction through the competence. We have to know the what and the how. We have to know the what and the how. We can't enter a business and not know the what and the how and actually make it work because that is a, you can make that as an investor, but that is not true wealth. If you want to build something, you have to know the what and the how. Knowing the what and the how is working with your hands and working with your feet. You have to know them. You don't have to do them. You have to know them. If you are in the banking industry, if you don't know how to run a bank, that is weird, right? You have to know the what and the how. I'll give you a very simple example of knowing the what and the how in such great granularity. Uh, this was while we were running our real estate business uh, and we had, you know, billions of dollars in sales and the, and the once as our COO sent us this, our monthly report, I looked at these numbers and, and I saw one of the ratios and I was like, oh, that's just off. The ratio was just off. I was like, I don't know why, but that number is just wrong. It's just off. And I replied to the CEO and I'm like, hey, that number is off. And he said, what do you mean? You know, I'm pretty detailed. And I was like, there is no way that number is right because I know what that number should be. I know what that ratio should be. And of course he checked it and it was wrong because I know viscerally those ratios. Because there's this quote, remember this, greatness is in the granularity. Greatness is in the granularity. We have to know the what and the how. And you get convic conviction in a space. You get so confident in a space. You get the, 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 the deep con confidence in the space by having competence. Competence and the capability in the space is what drives everything. So I would look back and say, what skill do you have? What do you know so well? And you should be doing that. That's where all of the good stuff works. Last but not least, you know, we talk about risk and I think that we should concentrate risk because if you understand the theme and you have conviction through competence, we have to concentrate risk. Uh, there's a great Warren Buffett, a Charlie Munger quote, I think it says, diversification is protection against ignorance. I say it again, diversification is protection against ignorance. When you don't know what to do, you diversify. But if you know what you're doing, you put all the money on what you're doing, right? I would much rather take a loan or take all the money that I had and invested in my business as opposed to investing in the stock market. Well, while the average person may think that the stock market is better, I know is better for, I know how to control the risk in my business because I have understand the theme and I have conviction through competence, right? If you flip that concentration of risk, the positive way of seeing that is singularity of focus. And that's super, super important. So let me reframe, recap these three themes for you. Number one, understand the theme. It has to be expanding or emerging and you use a timeline extender around it. Number two, conviction through competence is like greatness is in the granularity. You really have to know how to do and what to do. If not, you're not going to create true wealth. And number three, you got to have singularity focus or concentration of risk. You can't spread your bets across the board because then you're going to kid yourself that you're going to hit it big. You will get, if you diversify, you will get diversified results. Really simple. If you diversify, you will get diversified results if that's what you want. I say all of this because I see this in many of the CEOs that I mentor and the deals that I advise on. A lot of times, public company CEOs, people that want to go public, um, uh, entrepreneurs that are working on uh, deals, buying businesses, buying assets will hire me as 
in what I call my deal whisperer program as a deal advisor. They hire me to advise them on the deal because they've not done a deal like that before. I've seen, you know, 20 years of contracts, 20 years of deal terms, 20 years of structuring, 20 years of negotiation. I, I end up being their buffer between their attorney, their bankers to get these deals. And I see this over and over again. If you by any chance are going through the deal for the first, second or third time, if it's a big deal in your life and you don't have someone personally advising you, you're crazy. I would reach out to me and let me actually see if it's a good fit. Reach out to me on Instagram. Tell me you're doing that. I can tell you how I, how it works, but you need to have a deal whisperer in your corner. And I, right now, if I had a deal whisperer in my corner and the many deals that I had done in the past and I not being kind of this hotshot, know-it-all punk kid, I would have, I would have ended up in a much better place than I am today. But most importantly, you want to, you want to have layers of mastery. That's what this is all about. If I recap these three things for you, which is understanding the theme, getting conviction through competence and concentrating risk, those three things, what I'm telling you is about the layers of mastery. I believe that if you have those three things in place, you can 10x every year. You can 10x every year. And what I mean by that is you may not 10x in revenues or your value, but you will 10x in your depth of understanding of this and you will be unbeatable. If you did this for, for 10 years, you're going to be 100x deeper than almost anybody else in the space. That's why people have been in the space 40 plus years win. It's the entrepreneurial ADD of always doing something new is bad. Folks that have the same model, folks that run the same industry over and over are deep. Every year is a 10x mastery year for them. Layers of mastery is what gets you true wealth. Layers of mastery combined with understanding the theme, having conviction through competence and concentrating risk, you get layers of mastery. And when you have layers of mastery, nobody can beat you in your space. So I want you to ask yourself this question. Do you need to work on understanding your theme better, which is expanding or emerging? Do you need to work on conviction through competence, which is knowing the what and the how and really having greatness in the granularity? Or do you just need to concentrate risk more and you're too risk averse and you had a lot of diversification and you need to bet harder on what you're working on? Which one is it? Because once you answer that, powerful things start to happen. I'm super passionate about this. If you're going through a deal and you want a deal whisperer in your corner, just DM me on Instagram, let me know. Because... Um, it, 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 I love watching entrepreneurs win. I love watching business owners win. I love watching CEOs get to the next level and use all the mistakes I've done so that you don't make them yourself. If you find this helpful or you thought that this episode can help a friend or someone else that you know on how to create true wealth, please uh, share it with them and uh, I will catch you on the other side. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go, just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free, just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's businessschoolshow.com dot com.